0: Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Hey Here! And Chris Warren. What's good? We just watched episode 15 of the Challenge Spies, Lives, and Allies. We saw CT and Tori join forces, Kyle being a snake, and a crying Josh go home. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Beats, and MVPs and Losers. But first, I'm feeling very inquisitive. Was this the <laughs> best episode of the season, Chris Warren?
1: Uh, you know, I, I think it may have been, I, there was just so much intensity and, uh, uh drama that I just, I loved it right from the get go. I mean, things got heated up. We're getting to the point in the season where everybody sees the final is like right there ahead of them and they're just doing anything and everything to get there. Everybody's squirming their plans are all falling apart and everybody's getting pissed off about it and they're all taking it out on each other. And I love it. Oh, it's so good um yeah I, I i don't know it was front to back just great for me i loved every second of it
2: Jameson, yeah man i'm uh hopping on that chris train um dude the tension the tension in this episode was just excellent you know and it had a lot of a lot of everything you know only it didn't have his party and maybe some makeout sesh but other than that i mean it was it was great it was um you can just feel everyone is very tense. Everyone wants to make it to the end. These team, the team dynamic is really adding a lot. When it first happened, I was kind of on the fence, but I feel like it is really—it's—it's it's interesting. I, I didn't think it would, you know. And I—and actually, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we all three talked about how it's kind of weird that there's only like three people on this team and five on this one. But now it's kind of great because you know it, it allows for the, the, the what happened tonight in our in this episode with you know the diabolical move. Uh, of Kyle and shit and whether we can talk about whether he did that on purpose or not. But um I think it's great, man. It was a great episode. Uh I was I was like paying attention the whole time. You know what I mean? Like let's be real. Sometimes you look at your phone, and you're like, okay, you know, this this stupid thing. Someone's talking about why they they're here. I'm here for my family. Okay, okay, look at my phone here. Um so it was uh it was a great app and uh I, I'm psyched man. I'm 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 raging. I mean
0: As you guys said, like every minute was compelling. Like it started with we got a rare glimpse of CT making moves. He talks Tori into something and make Jedi mind tricks her into thinking it was her idea, even though it was a totally bad idea on her part. Again, what took so long for two teams to gang up? I guess it had to be the right challenge, but it was. It was one that you could just turn it into a two team thing, basically. And we got to see people laid out, you know, like Casey on Tori twice, Were some of the two biggest hits
1: I've ever seen on this show, like just fully
0: put her on her back.
1: Yeah. She rocked Tori. Uh, and I have to point it out. Josh rocked Kyle really bad. Like, yeah, really bad, which honestly like Josh has the build for that kind of thing. So I'm kind of surprised it's taken this long, but I almost feel like Josh kind of arrived in the challenge on this episode. I was like, he's actually like getting it together a little bit. Granted, obviously went home at the end and he was crying. But still, I was just like, okay, like this is, this is interesting. Like, cause he could be, he could be good if he could like get his mental aspect in there. But those hits on Kyle were so hard. And obviously like Casey on Tori, I mean like, dude, she just rocked her. It was it was fantastic.
2: It was, it was, it was so great. I mean, we're always happy if Paul Brawl is in the episode, right? But to have it in the daily challenge, um, I love it that way. I love the the three cross man. Um, you know, it, it adds you know another layer to that individual individuals kind of challenge. It makes it fun. Yeah, and, and it, you, I mean, watching Tori get rocked, and uh, I mean, it was it was awesome. Kyle, especially. I'm all for Kyle getting rocked. Um, it was so, so fun, guys. So fun. I mean. I have to hand it to Josh, <laughs> in any
0: other season, if he goes home crying, he loses a challenge, he's the automatic loser of
1: the episode and he's not gonna be mine. He had some okay. dignity. Yeah, I have to say the same. I was like, I don't know. He Up until he got eliminated, I was like, he could be my MVP. If he pulled out the elimination, <clears throat> I, he would have been my MVP, no doubt. Uh, but even up to that point, I was like, he's a strong running for me. Uh, you know but we also saw like there's things like self-referential uh boom raiders which i'm guessing was based off of room raiders i <laughs> love
0: that and i was yeah. like are they gonna do a date my bomb next week
2: that- <laughs> <laughs> i hope so <laughs> date my bomb oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know if i will ever beat that joke danny i don't know that was just so fucking good uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that tummy, guys. How are we not talking about the tummy? The tummy's looking good, you know, Josh.
0: Looking good. Yeah, I love the. They gave like a full two minute segment to just like Josh is in the prime of his life. Josh is
2: hot now, <laughs> you
0: know. Like, <laughs> did you guys have a favorite part of the episode, Jameson?
2: Ooh, favorite part of the episode. Um. I just really liked how the episode builds overall. Like you could feel it kind of, like I said before, the tension going. Uh, I loved when they were screaming at each other during the daily challenge from across the field or whatever. Like I just thought that was, you could just feel them just so angry. Tori was pissed. Devin was, I mean, it just was awesome. Um, And that was, that was my favorite part for sure. I mean, yes, the, when, you know, they're getting rocked in the challenge was cool and, you know, the end and everything like that. But man, when they were screaming across that field, CT, oh, it was excellent.
1: Yeah, I think that was my favorite part as well. I mean, and, you know, like you said, Jameson, like the whole thing, like the whole build, like building to that moment with the whole conspiracy kind of thing and like, or whatever, like the teams teaming up and, and executing against Emerald and then Kyle fucking up and then all the sparring in between and then getting rocked. And then when they go home, I even loved like when CT and Kyle are arguing outside, like there's so many shades of like vintage challenge in that like loud argument and ct being like i'm yelling it out loud so the whole house can hear it like you know and what i don't know what kyle's talking about i mean like yes i'm pretty sure ct did throw him under the bus last season however like kyle i mean you have no ground to stand on you fuck these things up all the time you've done it already like twice or three times earlier this season alone so it's just like he has nothing to stand on there the whole thing was just great like Front to end. I love just the whole build was fantastic.
0: Mine would also be the screaming during the daily challenge because it's like it was everybody and you could tell just how heated it was getting. But as you just mentioned, there was something so oddly compelling about Kyle trying to convince CT that they were friends. It was <laughs> like a weird, sad thing to watch. Yeah. It, it was, I could have watched that entire argument for 40 minutes.
2: It's funny you say that because there's a bunch of memes all over the internet this week of that exact situation of Kyle and CTS, like CT, like, no, we're not friends. And Kyle, yeah, we are friends, right?
1: (laughs) I mean, I loved how like the argument started really, or the discussion really, it wasn't even an argument to start. Right. But CT just saying like, you're not really giving me much of a choice. You fucked up pretty blatantly. Like whether you know what color emerald is or not, you know what green is like, and you know what team we're teaming up against. So, like, how do you fuck that up? So, like, just to begin with, like, he doesn't really have anything there. Uh, and then I just love how Kyle kind of squirms from, like, making it a rational thing about who's going into, but we're friends. And it's just like, okay, you, you know you're in the wrong at that point if, you, if you're going yeah. to. Well, we're friends, right? Like, I thought we were friends.
2: <laughs> My favorite <laughs> part about it was when he, yeah, I am just going to say, when he called him Chris. Christopher! Yeah. Christopher!
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know your real name. That's why we're friends. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, <it's> not his <laughs> mom.
0: <laughs> Let's do Killed It or Send It Home, Chris Warren. Uh
1: So, you know, obviously last week we saw Tori get switched to Ruby. Uh, in the beginning of this episode, we got to watch Tori uh, start to bond with Ruby, uh, which, you know, was a little odd. It was a, a fingernail painting exercise and a little bit of a pep talk from Tori. Uh, but made me think, team bonding experiences, killed it or send it home? Danny. Um, in general, I'll say it killed it
0: because I think you know it's good to get everybody on the same page. The way Tori went about it, I'm going to send it home. It was as if Michael Jordan got traded to a new team And she was carrying herself like that. Like, I'm clearly the leader. You guys need a lot of work. Follow my lead. Here's what I'm. And she can't do that. Like your job as a new teammate is to just fit in, do whatever you can to help, but you don't go in and be like, obviously you guys suck. So here's what I'm seeing as a way to make it better. We paint our nails. I found it very weird.
2: Yeah. I'm going to, I totally agree on this individual team bonding experience. I'm going to send that home. But, Overall, I mean, it's a fine line with team bonding, you know, like it can be real cheesy, real fast, real forced, real fast, you know, but I'm all for, you know, getting the crew, crew together, getting some beers, you know, having some high fives and some nice giggle moments. But, you know, I just think that sometimes it can be real forced. So, overall, I, I, I killed it. I, I'm all for team bonding. Um, camaraderie, fellas, it's a great thing. Uh, but, yeah, the way she did went about it, just – just felt like you said, Danny, she's like, Hey, I'm amazing. And you guys are ugly. Uh, so let's figure this out. You know?
1: Yeah. I, uh, team bonding, killed it. Love all that kind of stuff. Love dudes just getting together and teaming up and having shared mind kind of experiences, getting beers. I love, you know, I love being that guy who makes speeches at the bar when we're all drunk, you know, and just getting up and making speeches for everybody. That's just my thing uh but uh yeah team bonding killed it can easily be a send it home if uh you know jameson you point out a lot of times it ends up going these corny ways but i think when it's a proper team the team bonding does not go that way uh if it's forced never good the way tori did it send it home all for team bonding
2: totally uh yeah so we kind of uh touched on it a little bit earlier in the episode but as as the season has gone on, um, we've kind of noticed a change, and, and they and Devin mentioned it. And Josh, Josh is you know he's he's got you know a little tummy tum now that looks nice. He's like not crying as much when I mean, he cried at the end of the app. But uh, Kildare sent at home. Is Josh normal now? Like is is has he like you know broken through his his weird ridiculous babyness and you know like just want to what a doofus. And is is he like a normal guy?
0: Chris, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to take it, or should I go first? Sure.
2: You know
1: what? I'm just gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say killed it. Even though I think I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm gonna say killed it. I think TJ's little intervention there really slapped some sense into Josh. Uh, I think his performance was great tonight. Uh, he didn't do any ridiculous drama things. He didn't even get really caught up too much in the drama in a way that wasn't called for. You know, like he got excited and he chat like he just channeled it right into Kyle's midsection, essentially and (laughs) laid him out, which is what you should do. Like that's, that's how you properly channel uh, the emotions, which we've seen in the past. He hasn't done that. I think, you know, he's got a long ways to go before being a challenger, but this is about being a normal guy. I'm just going to say killed it. I, I have a feeling I'm going to be proven wrong on the next season of the challenge, but like, I want to have faith because I think he could be a pretty good competitor, but he's got a ways to go. I want to say killed it. So I'm just going to stick with him and say killed it. Danny.
0: I'm going to send it all the way home. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, he came in in his best shape. I think he played his best political game, but having said that, he still had a crazy freak out with his best friend that got his friend sent home. Like, he still has a long way to go to control those emotions a little bit, but overall, the last few episodes, I think he was a surprisingly like good leader of a team, which I don't think I'd ever say. So he's definitely made strides, but I think he's got a ways to go before I'm like, oh, all the joshiness is gone.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it home as well. I I I like that you know there's a possibility that he could you know be a normal guy that just is like. You know, doesn't cry every five minutes, but that's what I always loved about him and hated at the same time. So I, I hope that uh, not, no, I don't want him to digress. I don't want him to go back into <laughs> his personal life and be, you know, just a crybaby for the rest of his life. I want him to, you know, be a better human and be happy and things like that. But I also want to be entertained. Um, so uh, I, I think that you know he has, like you said, Danny, made good strides and he does feel like he's becoming a, a you know a big boy now and a, an adult and. You know, he doesn't get so wrapped up in the moment. But at the same time, I'm just waiting for, you know, next season, there's going to be another Josh moment. It's just, it just it's inevitable.
0: <laughs> okay. So mine, I'm going to read you guys a little quote. I had to write this down last night. He thinks he's going to throw me to the wolves. Wrong. I'm the wolf. I've always been a wolf. From CT, talking about Kyle. So mine is to you. <laughs> can any other human being on earth get away with saying that and sounding cool, killed
2: it or send it home? (laughs) Maybe Vin Diesel. Um, (laughs) I think like, like in a, in a fast and furious movie or something like that, I could see him saying that line. Uh, Man. I mean, there's probably some, some, some guys that you like would let it like slide, but man, I'm going to, I'm going to kill it, man. I think CT, right. That's how you, how you structured it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna get like only ct you know especially let's say on the challenge on this on the on mtv uh on cable networks i'm gonna give it a, a room to CT. <laughs> Rumor, no one on room raiders could fucking land that line <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> if so, they had like a quote on the wall as like someone comes in i i'm a wolf right? <laughs> like what uh he's just he's such a unique human man and he you know talk about like evolving like he's evolved so much but he still has that that badass fucking snarl that you just kind of respect and he just it's really cool i think there was a little like a couple years you guys where he like kind of sucked on the challenge you know he was like the dad bod vibes still fun but now he's just he is just so in the zone i mean the last what three seasons he's gotten far every single season. And we know what happened last season. So, um, only him, man killed it.
1: Yeah. I want to say killed it too. I mean, Jameson, you just pointed out something really interesting of like how he came back from the dad bod, like, and, and is now at this level, like it's insane. Like that in itself is insane. It's, it's one thing to like get over a dad bod kind of thing, but it's, I think it just shows like how much of a freak he really is. Like, he's just, A freak of nature uh to to go from and we saw it right like it was like two three years ago like he was definitely overweight and like he was competing but he was way out of shape to go from that not just to like being in shape but to be like peak performance to win last season he's really in charge right now like and like you said he's that old wolf nobody wants to fuck with like you he might be old man you just don't step to ct like he will rip your head off uh it's it's really impressive, uh, and I I think he is the only one who can get away with saying some shit that he is the the wolf. You can't throw him to the wolves because he already is one. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say killed it. I'm gonna kill it as well,
0: Jameson. You mentioned Vin Diesel. My thought was only like maybe some actors as a fictional character could get away with this, but nobody else. And even then, it's like could Arnold Schwarzenegger deliver that? Probably no. not. Sly Stallone, maybe, but. It's a short list and CT is at the very top of it. I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. But if I go tell my friends that, (laughs) you get
2: punched
1: in the face immediately. Yeah,
2: totally. I just like look at CT, and I'm like, wow, I will never be that man. You know what I mean? Like he is such a fucking alpha dude. Like people just like, Chris, you're saying like, people just respect him and just like, don't fucking fuck with him. Like I'm Jameson. Like, I'm just like a guy like, hey, yeah, just fucking tell Jameson to do it. You know, I'll never (laughs) go, hey, I'm a wolf. You know, like
1: then <laughs> You can't throw me to the wolves because I am the wolf.
2: Yeah, and then I'll make I'll make a fucking little zinger at the end, like shut up. Imagine people
1: talking to
0: you at work like about you like that. Like we can't ask Jameson, he's a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: fucking alternate reality, Jameson. <laughs> Time to get juicy. With
0: Jameson's Juicy deeds.
2: All right, uh, pretty controversial week, and I think a lot of uh, you guys for Juicy Deets are going to know some of the things I'm going to bring up. Um, but the biggest thing that kind of came into the news was, uh, you know, a story with Leroy and Camilla. Uh, I'm sure you guys know. He, you know, went on Instagram Live and, uh, or not on Instagram Live, he posted an Instagram video uh, talking about an incident that happened in 2017 with Camilla, where she said, you know, some pretty uh, racist remarks and. I think, you know, we all know Camilla. She hasn't been on the show in a long time because of her behavior. Um, It wasn't necessarily racial, but it was more violent. Um, She, you know, uh, put out a video afterwards. She was very emotional, crying, talking about the incident. She tried to call Leroy. She, you know, MTV apologized for her actions. But one thing that I did think was very interesting was Leroy's account, uh, you know, of the situation. And it kind of hurt me to hear that, you know, um, he told TJ and he told, Production and he said they, you know, they they all th- TJ and production didn't really do much about it, and it, you know, it's kind of shitty because we love TJ, and you know, TJ came out and said, you know, said some things as well, um, but yeah, that was big news this week. I mean, MTV was all over it; it was all over the place.
0: I remember that episode, and I remember thinking it was weird that like they had Leroy make a little speech about it to the house, and it was yeah. just strange that it was like up to him to make things right when somebody had you know i think i may be misremembering but i think she used some racial slurs and it was not a good situation and i don't even remember if she got sent home but i remember thinking it was just very odd that it was up to him to like address it with everybody
2: i don't think she got sent home i think that was one of the things she was super pissed about is that you know she was able to just continue after you know doing something like that it's the same you know words you know like they're the same as poking someone in the eye like well, whatever the hell that was this week you know it's like just as bad as like violence is, can be words as well so i think uh, it shows the show too how far
1: the show has evolved in that aspect of like yeah. Ashley clearly being homed or sent home for uh you know saying josh was gay like i imagine if if someone could be that racist just three years ago i mean like there's no way that ashley would have been sent home for saying Josh was gay and that would have probably been aired right on TV with everything else. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, so that was big. And then, uh, a couple other things, um, CT, his, he was in a movie, uh, called the dangerous game. And it, it, you know, speaking of the wolf, man, look at him, man. Like he's the next Vin Diesel. Maybe who knows? Uh, so that came out this week. I really want to find it. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, find it. I want to stream it. Maybe we have a streaming party and watch uh, the wolf at work. Um, but, I,
1: would, I would be up for that Yeah <laughs> It sounds like it's a biopic Of, T- of CT's time on the challenge
2: <laughs> uh, it, it, I mean it's excellent I'm just excited to see his acting skills Like him deliver a line Like I bet it's just so robotic and silly I don't know it, Maybe he'll kill it You know I don't know um, And then last but not least uh, Shout out to Danny For sending this uh, to me yesterday uh, Nelson got fucked up Um, he was, uh, at a bar and apparently, you know, flirting with, um, a man's wife. The man got pissed and, you know, rocked him pretty good. Uh, right, pow, right in the kisser. Um, and, you know, sounds like he is, he got pretty messed up. Now, Nelson is claiming that 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 wasn't the case, that he wasn't, you know, flirting with his wife and that it, it was a big misunderstanding. Um, but regardless, uh, Nelly, uh, got hit in the face.
0: Now I'm not saying that uh, he deserved to get sucker punched. It sounds like what happened, but why else is he talking to a woman in Las Vegas in a in a bar if not flirting? I mean, yeah. he's exactly. Nelson. He loves the ladies.
2: Yeah, he's not. He's not t- going up to her and like, oh, what'd you think of the infrastructure bill that Biden just passed? You know, like, I mean, that's just. I mean, that's not happening. I mean, it, it's definitely there's intention. That's it for Juicy Deeds, guys.
0: MVP of the episode, Chris, Warren.
1: Uh, I had a hard time picking MVP this week, but I'm going to give it to Emanuel. Uh, first of all, he dodged elimination. Uh, second of all, I learned that his name is pronounced Emanuel. Thanks to Devin. Thanks to Devin. Uh, he still gets to keep hooking up with Torrey, Uh And he doesn't really seem like a target right now. I think he's going to make it into the final. I mean, I just, I don't, Know how many weeks are left, but it can't be too many. I don't know. I I have a good feeling for him. I think he's gonna, you know, at least see the final. So and I'm good with him.
0: Some very good trash talk out of him. I'll drink your blood. uh Calling him a chicken. Much better than Josh's. I'm gonna get his uh, first <laughs> a one way ticket back
2: to the UK. It's
0: like <laughs> <trash> <laughs> you've improved a lot, but you need work on your trash,
2: trash talk. Yes, yeah, stings. I mean Emmanuel or whatever how you say it. He's He, uh, what a lucky guy. Did he sign a deal with the devil? He's just like cruising. He's hooking up a Tory. He's all the way to the end. Like what's going on? What'd you do?
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Jameson.
2: Um, I I can't believe I'm going to give him an MVP. I don't know if I've ever given him an MVP, but I'm going to give it to Kyle this week. I just feel like, uh, you know, he fucks up then everyone's against him. And he finds a way to win, and um, I didn't like that he won. I didn't feel good when he's winning, but I felt that this episode—you know—he went through a lot of a lot of shit. CT, you know, he's got CT against him. He, you know, everyone's, you know, screaming at him, you know, saying he's an idiot. Like he had a lot of shit, you know, stacked up against him, and he found a way to go in there and and you know, yes, he beat Josh, so it's not like it's that crazy. But found a way to you know stay alive, and now he's just smirking like a fucking asshole standing next to CT. Uh thinking that they're besties and you know they're going to be together forever. So, um I gave it to Kyle surprisingly.
0: Yeah, I mean, he won. He he took care of it, but it all felt very self-made, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. I I mean, I give I give him props for uh, just overcoming everybody just hating him at that moment except yeah. for one person who wasn't cheering for him either. Uh so good on him and staying composed through that elimination challenge too. I mean, it's pretty clear. Like it was just watching it, watching these guys jump and try to ring the bell. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like just, especially Josh, I was like, why, (laughs) why just uh, anyways? So
0: it's fair. Um, And I'm going to give it to CT. He in one episode took full control of the entire game like it was just a, a masterclass in politics he looked great in the challenge and then i just can't think of anybody more intimidating to argue with or to like beg for a place in the game like he's just he just never gets too worked up about anything he's
1: just uh, it's a masterclass in the zone man you know what i noticed about ct2 was during the daily challenge when things flipped uh, and Josh destroyed Kyle, CT just jogged right by and hopped right over both of them. Saved <laughs> all his energy. I was like, he just, I mean, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Loser of the episode, Chris Warren. Man, there was two people that rose to the top for me, and I'm going to go with this one. It's Tori. Um, I think she needs to get it together. Uh, she looked a hot mess all episode. I think, you know, for her, you can't play it both ways. She was kind of, like, still trying to hold on to this green team thing, which, you know, it's a guy's elimination week, and then you can't, you can't do that and hold on to that, like, connection and ties and then make a deal with the other team to beat that team. It's just – it's really silly, um, you know. Or if you're going to do it, it has to play out. Like, I could see if they make a connection, then she stabs CT or, uh, you know, Logan in the back. Maybe that's, you know, what her plan was, but like, if you make a move like that, you have to execute, you cannot double cross somebody and not execute. I think she might be in trouble next week. However, she might also skate by. We see that like every week brings new dramas, so she might be okay, but I don't know. She might not be. Uh, So I think she's going to be in a little trouble, but yeah, I'm giving it to uh, Tori
2: interesting well well I am gonna go the opposite way Chris I I I get that she definitely you know didn't go about it the right way but she knew that the team she's on stinks they blow chunks and so like you had to find some kind of advantage some kind of way to get a step up and so that's why I'm gonna give my loser to Devin I thought Devin was kind of a little like baby tonight like he just kind of you know it's like Come on, Devin. Like, it, it was, you're fine. You're not going to fucking go in. You know that. And Tori had to do what she had to do. Like, she had to find some, you know, leg up because she's working with fucking Big T and Kyle and Nelson. Like, talk about the fucking mis- misfits, you know? Like, you had to do something. And although it did not go according to plan, I just feel like Devin was like, he was just, it was kind of a little much. Like, he really kind of, maybe I just have a soft spot with Tori, but I just feel like he went in on my girl. He, you know, it's just so meanie weenie.
0: Devin seems to know that he's not sniffing a final if he has to go into an elimination, yeah. but he's being so outwardly pathetic about it that you just yeah. need to like keep quiet about it. Like, I don't know. It, it's a bad look every episode when you're screaming at somebody for like, there's a small chance he might go in as a result of their yeah. actions and they're allowed to do whatever they want.
2: Exactly. He just acted like he had privilege last night. Like, you know, like, all the way. Like, I just – I don't deserve that. You know, like, it's just – no, dude. It's a game. Everyone has to do what they got to fucking do.
1: Yeah. I mean, since you said it, I mean, he was the other person that I had in mind for my loser as well. Um, But you guys make the point. I mean, he's had a cushy game. He's had a very cushy game up until this point, and now – what he thinks has been his plan is just completely unraveling in front of him. And he's just whining about it all the time, which is probably just going to put a bigger target on his back at some point. Uh, And then I don't know, a couple of like things, the way he was acting during this episode, I was just kind of like, when did Devin become a mom? He just seems like a mom. I'm just kind of like, dude, what's going on?
2: Yeah. And when did him and Tori become like best friends? Like I, didn't they hate each other like two seasons ago? Like, uh, I don't know. That was kind of random.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Um, Mine was also Tori. She just takes these big, loud swings at inopportune times. And if you're going to take those swings, you need to make sure that they work out. And hers almost never do. So I love Tori, but she's got a ways to go with the uh, strategizing. Oh, yeah. And until next week, that's it from the Tribune. Don't be a layup.
2: Don't be a quitter, yeah.
0: You big wolves
2: killed it. (laughs) Uh, Amazing. We did it.